Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and just take yourself off mute and just give them worship on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and give them worship on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and take yourself off mute. I'm going to take you off mute. I'm going to help you out a little bit. Amen. Come on and bless the Lord. I'm not going to 
How many of you got the radical church on tonight? The radical the radical movement, the radical shakers, the radical worshipers on tonight. He said, worship him by the spirit and truth. He said, worship him in spite of whatever things are. And worship him in spite of every situation. Worship him in his presence. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. I'm the one who's here. We're such a good thing to get you know this on tonight. I'm the one who's here. Yeah, I'm the one who's here. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Oh, Lord, on tonight, in the name of Jesus, we declare and decree, O oh God, that in this season, you are releasing her accolades to the men and women of God, that is in this place, O oh God, you are granting us unmerited favor, when we didn't even deserve your favor, and we didn't even deserve your mercy, but God, you gave us a given to us, oh God, we thank you, God, on tonight in the name of Jesus and when tonight how we call for Michael we call for Raphael we call him for one tonight in the name of Jesus we call for the seraphims we call for the seraphims of worship to get in their positions oh God we are Speaking past the third heaven, we want to speak into the atmosphere, speak into the stratosphere, speak into the atmosphere of the airways, and then that's how you begin to release the word. Hamdallah, through 32 countries and 41 states. But Father, we thank you, God, Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on
kingdom on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God, for your presence on tonight. We thank you, God, for deliverance. We thank you, oh God, where there's unity, there is strength. We thank you, oh God. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. Come on, come on, come on. How we got a few more minutes? I want everything to call it. Name of Jesus. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on. 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 Come Put me in my house. I will bless the Lord. All that bullshit here. Everything In your word, in your word. Mando, Rebe, Sheke, Dababas, 
in your work, Mandio, Soko, Rede, Shike, Rakade, in your work, Mandio, Soko, Rede, Renalabandia, Sokonde, Rebechea, in your work, Father, Baba, Sokoraba. Your virtual angels of healing, oh God, through this church on tonight. My dear, Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, God, on tonight. If anyone's sick on tonight, I dare you to trip a dare you to step out on God on tonight. I dare you to trip a dare you just to lift your hands and just tell the Lord, thank you. I'm the you are made. Not where it could have been made whole, but you are made whole. Father, we thank you. I'm double shaking about Sunday. Every migraine, every headache. There's a pain that I'm feeling in and behind my neck between the two shoulders. Father, we thank you. We speak the healing. We it to be removed. Father, we speak to the God. we speak to the eternity who's feeling it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn it over to the hosting pastor on tonight, Pastor Franklin Goffin, on tonight. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. We are grateful tonight for being here, amen, to be a part of this great conference that what the Lord is, has us to do, have us to do. Amen. Eagles Life Restoration Ministries, third annual Fear Factor Men's Conference. Theme, the Alpha Male, provide, protect, and love. First Timothy 5 and 8. I'm going to introduce this great man of God. Whatever you need from the law tonight, just reach out and receive it. Accept what God has for you. And yes, take yes. it and apply it to your life. Hey, come on, yes. she can't have a high. I'm going to introduce to you Apostle yes. Dr. Robert Peterson, Jr. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a higher. Man, the God is in your hands. Hallelujah. We give God praise and glory. Give him praise and glory on the night.
and that is before I, before God begins to use me in order to proclaim his word. Let's go before the throne real quick. Heavenly Father, God, as I come, Lord, before you, O oh God, God, I'm asking, Lord, to anoint my lips to clay, O oh Father. Give, Father, God, speak to me, O oh God. Anoint my mind, anoint my lips to clay. God, speak through me, O oh God. Speak to me, speak through me. Give me the words to give to your people. O oh God, then I'm asking, O oh Father, God, to let me Father, God, touch, God, the people, O oh God, that are, Father, God, that, 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 Father, that are listening, O oh God. And, God, when you touch them, God, touch them from heart to heart, mind to mind, breast to breast. Father, God, we thank you, we bless and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Heavenly Father, let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I praise God, amen, for, for this opportunity amen. to get, uh, to be a part of this um be a part of this revival, hallelujah, part of this conference. I thank God, amen. The reason why I call it a revival, because even though it is a conference, it is still a revival. We should, our souls and our hearts, our minds should be revived. Amen. We didn't show up, amen, just to, we didn't show up just to be, showed up just to, you know, just to look good and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and let our voice be heard. But we showed up, but we showed up in the name of the Lord so that we could get something from God, amen, and for God to be able to use for his glory. Amen. That's why we're here on this evening. Amen. Oh, for <clears throat> with that being said, Amen. I thank God, Amen, for Apostle um, Erica, Apostle Doctor Erica Austin, Amen, Robertson, excuse me, Amen, in her presence, Amen. Thank you, great woman of God, Amen. Apostle uh, Pastor uh, Franklin, Amen, Amen. We thank God, uh, Gulfstream, excuse me. Thank you, Amen, Amen. I thank God for you, great man of God. Amen. God is using, amen, you. God is using, amen, this ministry, and I praise God for it. So let's go ahead and get into the word of God, amen. And I praise God for everyone that's on and for you, 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 and you. I don't want to leave anybody out. I thank God, amen, for my faith that this is church that's on as well, amen, as the first lady, amen, my wife, amen, and my and family, amen. We just praise God for all. Okay, let's get into the word of God. Let's get into the word of God, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 While we're here, amen, amen. When we deal with, amen, this is uh, the Fear Factor Men's Conference, the Alpha Male Provide, Protect, and Also to Love. Amen. Amen. Dealing with First Timothy chapter chapter 5, verse 8, and it tells us, amen, I'm reading from the New International Version, amen, excuse me, New King James Version, uh, my King, my New King, I mean, my International, uh, excuse me, my King James Version family, amen, just bear with me. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, especially for their own household, has denied the faith that is worse than an unbeliever, amen, the New King, the, um, the King James Version says, infidel, infidel, amen, amen, he's worse than an infidel if he does not provide for his own them of his own house. Amen. And as I was, uh, you know, doing my studying and so forth, the scripture that I came across that basically as I was studying and I was reading, amen, <clears throat> came, scripture I came across uh, in order to present to you on tonight is coming from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. When you arrive there, just rest there and say Amen. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. When you arrive there, say amen. 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 I'm reading from the New International Version, so it's going to sound a little different, but just bear with me. Amen. And it says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The power, the tongue has, has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen. And if I use just for a... Uh, know a thought for your consideration it will be the wisdom of god and work the wisdom of god and words the wisdom of god and words 
And one of the things we have to understand as a people of God is that we have to know the wisdom of God and words. Words are very important. Um, all of us have experienced the power of words. Our lives are in many ways shaped by the words in which we hear and the words in which we come in contact with. In fact, it is also our lives have been in shape in the ways um, that the words that we've even have been spoken to us about us or even by us have even shaped our lives and the lives of many others that we've come in contact with. There are few things in the in all the world more powerful than a word. Again, if we go to Proverbs um, 18 and 1, chapter 18 and verse 21 uh, from the King James Version, says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. It is for this reason the book of Proverbs is filled with instruction about our words. As always, my sisters and brothers, the wisdom of God in Proverbs is seen in many contrasting forms of words. Uh, it is seen in the truthful words versus false words. It is restrained words versus reckless words and helpful words versus hurtful words. When we're dealing with Proverbs, again, we're dealing with truthful words versus false words. We're dealing with Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22, and it identifies that lions come in many forms, but they all have the same result. When we read references to those with lion lips, we often think of someone else instead of ourselves. But lion lips come in many forms. Lion lips includes deception, exaggeration, slander, and flattery. But no matter the form and whom the, whom the lion lips are coming through, the result is always the same, my sisters and brothers, because faithful words are always give life. Faithful words always give life, I said. The words of the wise are always true because they come from a heart that knows God, loves God, and reflects the word of God. We have to understand, people of God, that we can tell when a person is being truthful, when a person is a liar, because Scripture said that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It is not just talking about just the words that are proceeding out of their lips and out of their mouth, but it's also talking about their character and their behavior. Uh, for example, when a person can tell you, I love you, but then wow, but then after telling you that they love you, they turn around and talk about you or they backbite you. Well, I don't believe, according to God's word, that that is love. Because scripture identifies and helps us to understand that love is the principal thing. It says uh, clearly, clearly that love is the principal thing. But then he says that if we're going to and we're going to love that basically we have to understand what love is. We have to understand which love God is talking about. We don't have time to go through all of them, but the love that Scripture is telling us always is talking about, even when he calls it charity, he's talking about the sacrificial love of God. And we have to understand, beloved, and especially in the body of Christ, many of us have to, many of us, there used to be a time when we showed the sacrificial love of God. But even as scripture says that the love of many has waxed cold because as time has transpired and many of us have found ourselves beginning to become loveless instead of lovable. Uh, we, uh, we have to understand yeah, well, people of God if we're going to love or if we're going to begin to uh, demonstrate truth that we're beginning to 
demonstrate the character and the persona of God the Father, we have to be willing to be calling, be willing to call good, uh, willing to call good good and good and evil evil. We can't call good evil and evil good and expect to be in the will of God. For scripture uh, clearly, Proverbs 29, he tells us clearly, he said, uh, scripture said, there's a way that seems right to a member of the end, there are other ways of death. Uh, in other words, of the repercussions and consequences will come whenever we decide that we want to do our own thing instead of being willing to adhere to the principles of God the Father. Uh, if a man is going, a man, woman, boy, or girl is going to be willing to love and protect and willing to stand up for their family, they have to be willing willing to know their place uh, and see what is wrong with many of us when it comes, especially as men, when dealing we have forgotten what truthful words are. We've exchanged a truthful words for false words, and, and we've allowed ourselves to be uh, walk under condemnation instead of walking in the light of Christ Jesus. Uh, hey, I love the way that James, James chapter 3, said it clearly. Apostle James says, my brother, let it not many... Be masters knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Uh, he said, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, meaning mature in the faith, and abide uh, and enable also the bride of the whole body. Uh, behold, if we put bits in the mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about the whole body. Uh, behold, also ships. Which, uh, which though they be so great and all driven by fierce winds, yet are they not, are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the helm is pleases. Uh, but even so, the tongue, uh, somebody save the tongue, uh, even so, the tongue uh, is a little member and boasted great things. Uh, behold, how great a wood and little fire kindle. Uh, verse 6 of the James chapter 3 says, And the tongue is a fire in the world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defile the whole body and set it on fire the course of life and is set on fire from hell. Uh, hey, but then when we skip and we drop down, it says in verse 7 and 8, it says, For every kind of beast and bird, serpent and thing in the sea is tamed and had been tamed by mankind. But the tongue, beloved, the tongue, the tongue, the tongue, uh, can no man tame it is unruly evil. Full of deadly poison. Uh, what we have to understand, people of God, is that James is letting us know is that many things can be tamed. Many things can be brought under control. But when it comes to that little member in our mouth, uh, amen, I remember growing up as a child, and I used to hear uh, 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 the old school preacher say, call that tongue the pink, little pink tornado. Uh, in other words, uh, that pink tornado, that little member in our mouths, we can just use that thing and for the wrong reason, and that thing will destroy an entire neighborhood. It can destroy the world. It can destroy the course of life. But if we begin to tame that tongue, which only is by the Holy Ghost. See, we have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will help us to tame that tongue. Oh, I'm not in love myself again. The Holy Ghost will allow us to teach us how to talk right. The Holy Ghost will teach us how to walk right. The Holy Ghost will teach us what to say and what and, and what not to say. See, what's wrong with many of the people of God is that we're going to church on Sunday. Huh? We're going to church on Sunday. We're going to Bible study. We're reading the Word of God. Uh-huh. We're skimming over this, that, that, and the third. Uh-huh. Yes, we're speaking the Word of God. But the problem is, many of us don't have the Holy Ghost. 
We know all the right oh, words to say. We know how to finesse the scriptures, and we know how to bring people and from far and near. But the problem is we don't know how to control that pea tornado in our mouths. Hey, we have to understand, people of God. Amen. It ain't about how you speak the word of God. It's not necessarily how you speak the word of God. And this, I know somebody will say, okay, preacher, you're wrong, but I got you. Amen. It ain't how you speak the word of God. Amen. And how how long you speak the word of God is not how is it's not even how many scriptures that you know. Because listen, if you have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to lead you in the right direction, show you how to speak the word of God. The Holy Spirit yeah. will bring the word of God back to your to our remembrance so that we will walk right, talk right, and we'll act right. So that means that when we get mad and some of us get ready to cut our sister and brother so and so, uh oh, his step has stomped on the foot. Amen. When we begin to cut out brother the sister so-and-so, the Holy Ghost will reel us back in and say, you know what? You can't do that. You can't do that because you're representing God. And the scriptures that the Holy Ghost often will bring to us, he said, out of the same mouth, proceeded blessing and cursing my brother, these things now not to be so. All right now. From the same place, sweet and bitter water, can the fig tree, my brother, of vine figs, so no fountain can yield both salt water and fresh water. So in other words, we have to understand that the Holy Ghost is going to remind us that if we are going to live according to God's word, if we're going to speak according to God's word, and as the people of God, we must do the thing that God has commanded us to do. Again, again, we must understand that being a wise man, a wise man, just like a wise Proverbs 31 woman will build her house. Oh, come on, somebody. They will build her house. Amen. This man will build his house. That means that he will begin to speak the word of God over his children. He'll speak the word of God over his friends. He'll yes. speak the word of God yes. over his relatives. Listen, even his enemies, instead of curse them, he'll begin to bless them. Because scripture tells us that we shall bless our enemies and not curse them. What's wrong with many of us is that we want to curse everybody. We want God to My God to like everybody did, we want God therefore to stand up and fight for us, but we don't want to stand up for the Lord. Who is on the Lord's side? Amen. God doesn't have many people on his side anymore because they're on the side of wealth and prosperity. They're on the side of yeah. the wise prophets. They're on the side of, of, of committing adultery and coveting. They're doing all the things that God didn't command them to do, but then they want God to fight for them. I've even heard it where people have said, my God's going to get you. Baby, I want to know what God that true service going to get me. Because listen, if you're doing all the wrong and you think the God that I serve and the God you serve are the same, and the devil is a lie. No matter if you serve two masters, you got to hate one and 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 you got to... Don't make a serve two masters. Uh, you better love one and hate the other. Take thought of one and despise the other. Uh, amen. Uh, you can't do me wrong and then they expect, uh, then expect uh, the God that you didn't and then tell me, I'm going to tell my God on you and expect for him to move for you. Uh, oh, he's going to move against you. Amen. Because, amen, you need to know how to love your sisters and your brother uh, as yourself. Uh, amen. We have to understand as the people of God that if we're going to serve the Lord, uh, we must learn how to worship him and spirit and in truth. Many of us, we don't know what truth is because we have abandoned the truth and we begin to walk according to our own orderly fashion. We don't understand anymore, many of us. We don't understand what
what it is that God wanted to do because we're so focused on the things that are not God. Amen. We're so focused on, amen, the Indian strife, amen, and involving ourselves, amen, in the wisdom that is sending not from above, that fleshly wisdom. We're so concerned about allowing ourselves to be conformed to the things of this world, amen, that are sensual, earthly, and devilish, instead of allowing ourselves, amen, to be conformed to the ways of God. There's a way that's in right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And let's move on. Amen. Another thing that when it comes to the wisdom of God's words and his word is that we need to know about the restraining words versus reckless words. Amen. Proverbs 10, 19 identifies that restrained words are thoughtful, timely, and few. In other words, beloved, many of us, we talk too much. Many of us, we talk too much. Amen. Many of us, we talk too much. We talk more about each other. We talk more uh, um, junk to each other instead of talking to God the Father. If we prayed more than we talk mess about each other, our lives would be a whole lot better. Many of us wonder why. Many of us wonder why we're being plagued by sickness. Uh huh. It's because we talk too much. Amen. Mm. Many of us wonder why we're not prospering. Working hard every day but not prospering. Oh, it's because you're talking too much. Amen. Wonder why you can't get up, why you can't get your weight up. Wonder why God can't trust you. God can't trust you if you run around telling everything. Amen. God Amen. revealed one revelation. God revealed one revelation to you, and you feel like, oh, I got to go tell somebody. Why are you talking so much? Why are you telling everything that you know? You can't tell everything that you know. Come on, Joseph. Joseph decided that he would tell his brother and everything, and Joseph ended up in the pit. Yeah, mm. that's what's wrong with many of us. We end up in pit. We end up in, and, and, and yes, yes, the story does, does play out in Joseph's favor, but Joseph ended up in the pit because Joseph talked too much. Amen. And the mm-hmm. problem is with me, we wonder why we can't prosper because we're talking too much. Amen. Let God trust you with some. Let God trust you with some. Yes. Let God trust you with something. And when we learn to let God trust us with something, <laughs> then God can trust us with more. Let me give Amen. an example. Many of us have children. We can give our children a quarter and tell our children to hold on to that quarter. If instead of hold on to the end of the week, if that child does not hold on to that quarter to the end of the week, we're not going to give that child no more money. I don't know about you, but I'm not. Amen. I'm not going to do it because of the simple fact they were not able to be obedient, and I couldn't trust them with the little that I gave them. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus does the same thing with us. Let me, look, let, let me put it in scripture form because see, somebody think I'm crazy. Scripture said, be faithful of a few things, and I'll make you rule over many. Amen. That's what God is letting us know. Another thing we have to understand that reckless words are thoughtless, careless, and many. Many of us, we act worse than the unbeliever. But we get up in church and you run around and shout around, roll all over the floor. Oh, I'm going to get my breakthrough. Oh, the Lord don't bless me. Jesus. What, what we need to do is we need to start talking to the Lord and asking the Lord through his Holy Spirit to teach us how to live right. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Teach us how to bridle that, uh, how, how to bridle that, that, that big mouth, that tongue that's on the inside of our mouth. And one of the things about a man, a man should not, if he's going to be over his home, I'm also talking about the church, too. Come on now. I'm also talking about the church. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be over the home and be over the church, he should be the main one to keep his mouth shut. Amen. A man, a man that is in the will of God, a man that stands up for the Lord, a man that serves God should be silent. Amen. And he's very observant. He watches what goes on. Yes. We cannot talk. And we can't be out there with everybody else and be out with the in crowd and also stand on the Lord's side. My God. Listen. We cannot go. We can't be out there with them and watch them at the same time. That's right. One of the things I love is about and I love to use children for an example because I have children and I know that and, 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 and also, you know, with children, you know, especially when you deal with children, you can see a lot when you just stand back and just watch. Uh-huh. One of the things I love about about mothers that many of us men don't have, but God is blessed with that gift and, and I thank God for it, is that we know the difference that most mothers know the difference in between when a child is really, really hurt and when they're really not. Mm-hmm. A child, one of their, a mother, a woman can have a child, and that child can scream, and everybody else about to lose their mind. Like, why are you not running to him? Why are you not running to go save him? And their mother's like, oh, they okay? There's nothing wrong with them. Amen. And Amen. they're just like, huh, huh? Like they're okay. <laughs> but it's that one particular scream or that one particular tone or that or that pitch that the child gives or reaches, that the mother would get up and she'll almost kill herself to go find out what's wrong with her child. Amen. As a man of God, that's what we have to do. We got to be able to stand back, observe, and we got to tell God, God, teach me what the pitches and the sounds are. Teach me, God, what I need to run to and where and when God to sit back and just sit back and observe. Many times as men, we'll jump out there and try to get in the midst of battles that could have been worked that would have worked themselves out on their own. And we had just shut yeah. our mouths and listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's right. My God. Everything, my God. everything, everything does not require our hand and our attention. Amen. Sometimes God just wants us to stand back and let him do what he do. That's right. When we learn that as the people of God and learn to keep our mouths off stuff, keep our hands mm-hmm. off things, God That's can right. do what he do best. Yes, Lord. No, we're trying to handle it. Let me get my mm-hmm. hands on it. Let me work with it. Let me do it. <laughs> i show you what I can do with it. Man, mess. you're not going to do that, make a pure mess out of it. <laughs> you're going to make a pure mess out of it. Even with mm-hmm. church members, it's the same as they think. Church members, take your hands off of it. Sit Amen. back and pray and watch them. Amen. The reason why so many pastors and fathers end up killing themselves is because of the simple fact they don't know how to manage it. They don't know how to manage things well. They Amen. let the situation manage them instead of them managing the situation. Amen. That's the problem. When we learn to keep our mouths, keep our hands 
all the situations and just stop and learn how to monitor, learn how to maneuver things, learn how to work, allow things to work for us instead of allowing it to work against us is a problem. Let me put this another way. God, men, God has given you a gift, and you got to let the work, you got to trust God and let God teach you not to let your gift work, work against you. Listen, man. The devil will use your gift. The devil will use your gift against you. He will let your gift kill you if you let him. Amen. Wisdom. Scripture said, let me put it another way. Scripture said that uh, our gifts will make room for us. Your gifts will make room for you. So God will give you a gift, for instance, to sing. Sing very well. But at the same time, even though you can sing very well and you're getting booked in different places to sing and to preach and all this other stuff, you have to know when to stop and say, you know what, hold up, I need self-care. Amen. I got, you got to know when to say, listen, I'm not going to keep leaving my family behind just so I can go out and entertain these other folks. Uh-oh, come on. We got to know. We got to know. We have to know. We have to literally know, men, where to pull pull back in and say, listen, what is going to be their force? Who is going to be their force when the curtain falls? Amen. Amen. That's real, real. And that, and that is the problem with many of us. We get out there, we get so caught up in ministry and caught up in singing and caught up in, you know, do, you know doing, I mean, even get caught up on our jobs. But listen, let me tell you one of the things that I, that I found out, and I found out very early, and I thank God for it, is that we can go work on a job, but, I mean, we can bust our chops on that job. Let the job whoop our head. When we, if something happens to us, if we die, you know what the job will do to our family? Maybe. They're going to go. They're going to tell our spouses. They're going to tell mm-hmm. our family, children. They were they sure were a dedicated good worker. When that's over, guess what else they're gonna do? They're gonna love you and miss you so much that your position gonna be in the paper or your position gonna be posted for the next school that will work themselves to death. Amen. That's what's gonna happen. Your family is gonna be without a father. Mm-hmm. Your wife is going to be without a husband. That's right. Where you don't work yourself to death and so forth and so forth. And at the end of the day, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know, you'll leave a little insurance policy, maybe, or so mm-hmm. forth. But your spouse rather have you than to have the, to have the money. The money is good. Say that. But I think your spouse would rather have you than the money. And that's Amen. what we have to realize as the people of God. Let's keep on going. Mm-hmm. The last, the next one is helpful words versus hurtful words. So we have to understand, people of God, is that helpful words versus hurt, helpful words. Helpful words, we got to know the difference. See, helpful words will help build up. Hurtful words will tear down. We're looking at the book of Proverbs. It teaches us that God not only cares about our words, he cares about the tone in which we say them. So basically, the tone, how we project these words. How we give these words, what we say. It ain't all about what we're saying all the time. It's about how we say it. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you, when a person knows your heart, 
if they're seeking to know your heart. If they have the spirit of God in you, they know when you're having a bad day and when you're just being nasty. That's right. That's it. That's real. One of the things I always say, here's some people in your corner that you can vent to. That means that you can call them and you can go, you can do straight, you can go straight off. Mm. I hear Pastor Gomez say, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, I, know, I, I, know, I, I know that's deep. I know that's deep. But listen, I have people in my life that I can pick up the phone and they can say good morning and I can pick, and I can go off. I can go off. Let me tell you something. I can go off. I can get it all out of my system, and they'll just listen to me. And they'll ask yeah. me. And they'll ask me, are you finished? Okay. And I say, yes, I'm finished. Thank you for listening to me. <laughs> Thank Amen. you for listening to me. The and, the reason why, and the reason why I have those people, because they know for a fact, they know how I am. They know literally how I am. They know I'm not mean and nasty all the time. They know that every time I open my mouth, it, that, that, that I don't sound like hell every time. They know that. And I do the same for them. Because, listen, everybody needs what's known as a sounding board. Amen. That's real. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you cannot be a sounding board in my life, I don't need you. I'm just going to let you know. I don't want you to be my friend. Take your friendship somewhere else. I don't need you. Because, listen, Amen. I don't know. Because, listen, I don't know when the, when, when the time is going to come, when I might wake up one morning, and I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about everything going wrong in my life, and I feel like I'm talking about hell and high waters. I mean, I got all kind of hellhounds on my trail. Look, nothing ain't going right. And I might just pick up the phone, and I, mean, I might just be real nasty. Amen. And it's not on purpose. But listen, but I'm human, though. Amen. I don't care Amen. how many times I preach. I don't care how many times I pray. I don't care how many days I fast. I don't care. I don't care about nothing. I don't care how many times I roll on the floor. I don't care how many times I pray in tongues. I don't care how many times I say, Lord, I need you, God, to deliver me. I don't care how, I don't care how many times I cry to also. Listen, I have those times when I get hurt, when I get tired, and I get mad. Amen. Mm. That's real. If I cannot have those type people in my corner, I don't need you. Listen, Amen. you're not doing me any good. Amen. If I don't have, listen, if you, listen, if, if, if when I'm at a time where I might call you and, and, and you might say, you know, you might say, hello, and I might say, uh-huh, and you might say something, you might say, praise the Lord, I might say, whatever. Amen. Because you can't tell me there's not times that you don't feel like shaking your fist at God, even though you know, you know where you stand with God. But there's times that you're going to feel like shaking your fist at God. Listen, there's times that when I pray, listen, my, let, let me tell you something. Y'all would get mad with me, honestly. Y'all, y'all would, the first thing y'all would, y'all would think like, okay, that man preached the way he preached, but then he comes to God like that. Let me tell you something. See, I'm real with God. Jesus. I'm real with God. When I get down and I pray and I talk to God, I'm like, God, you ain't going to believe Lord what this person did to me. They, they straight up happened. I knew mm. they didn't come at me like, are you serious? Amen. And I might even say, and I might even say, God, you let them come at me like that. 
Are you serious, mm-hmm. Lord? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So you need somebody in your corner means that you can go to and you can say, listen, you can say stuff to, and, and, and guess what? And it'll say this. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it will yeah. say this. Listen, listen, if I tell you I stomped my foot and the next thing I know, stomped my toe and it hurt, and the next thing I know somebody else, you done took that bone to somebody else, don't you ever call me no more. Amen. Because Amen. the next time we talk, oh, it's not going to be good at all. And I ain't going to cuss for a second. I'm going to say how I feel and tell you God bless you. But that's what I'm saying, though. And so we have to understand, as the people of God, is that basically there's words that will build up and words, words that are hurtful and that will tear down. But we have to know the difference. The problem with many of us is, and, I'm, and, 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 and look, watch this. I'm about to go here, and this is going to hit somebody. The problem with many of us is that we find ourselves, we're too busy being victims instead of trying to be the victor that somebody needs in their life. Amen. Amen. What I'm talking about. Always find a way to be a victim. Oh, oh, did you hear what they said to me? Did you hear how they talked to me? Did you blah, 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 blah. Don't nobody Amen. care about that. Amen. Listen, let me, listen. Let me give you an example. Suppose you go to the, uh, to the doctor. Because you hurt yourself or you got hurt. And instead of taking care of you, the doctor starts telling you all their problems. Tell me how you're going to feel. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something to think about, isn't it? Amen. And you still got to pay, and you still got to pay the doctor. But they're going to tell you all their problems first. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hey, I was coming through. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you're here today. Good. Somebody else me to talk to. All right. So look, mm-hmm. you know what? You know, I was in a situation, you know, where, where I stood up in Starbucks, in the line of Starbucks. That line was so long, and you sitting there in pain. But they're telling you about something menial as a Starbucks coffee that they could have got, that they didn't get when they wanted to. Jesus. I don't think you're going to be all, I, I don't think that you're going to be all, 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 all that excited about it. No. Because I know I wouldn't, and that's what I'm saying. So I use that example to say, listen, words are hurtful. Words will build them and words will tear down. But see, mm-hmm. the recipient, the recipient should have enough of God in them and enough word of God in them and enough Holy Ghost in them that they're able to speak to that person when they're in a time of need. Mm-hmm. Too many of us, we're playing the victim instead of being the victor and being the physician. Amen. They that are sick are the only ones that need a physician. They that, mm-hmm. they that are not sick don't need a position. Again, if I pick up the phone and call somebody I know and I begin to go off on and I begin to go off, what it ain't towards them. It ain't towards them. It's life in general. I need a position. Amen. Yes. I need a position then. I don't need mm-hmm. a critic. I don't need a judge. Mm-hmm. I need a position. I need that person to listen to me and pray for me at the same time. My God. And to be thankful and to be thankful that God used me to call them. Amen. And believe that they have enough God and Holy Ghost in them that they can pray for me while I'm going off. Amen. Amen. Oh, that that just went over so many people here right there. Because of the simple fact, what is wrong with many of us, especially in the church, we're too busy playing the victim. Amen. We got that victim spirit. 
We always want to be a victim. Oh, did you hear the way they talked to me? Do you hear what they said to me? You don't know what in the world that person is going through. Amen. Amen, amen. We don't use the spirit. A lot of us don't use the spirit of discernment anymore. Many of us don't even know what in the world the spirit of discernment is anymore. We don't know who the spirit of discernment is anymore. Because we're too busy trying to be play the victim. Many of us, let me tell you, many of us, we play, we play more, more people in the church. Many of us in the church, we play, uh, play the victim harder than people that are not safe. That's so true. Jeez. That's what we do. We play the victim. Pastor, did you hear such and such? Oh, Pastor, did you hear my such and such? And some of the preachers, oh, yeah, I let her talk about this preacher because, look, I'm a preacher, and look, we, and look, many of us, we the guilty ones. We're standing behind the pulpit, and we're spending 45 minutes talking about us, playing the victim. Well, you know, I couldn't get this, and I couldn't get that. I couldn't get this, and this didn't happen. Oh, things just didn't go my way. Oh, my God. You know, I need y'all to pray for me, which actually don't want, don't want the people to pray for them. Many of us, we just want the people just to hear what we got to say, but we use prayer as an app. We use the words, of, the words, please pray for me, as an avenue just to, just to put ourselves up and people to hear us. And people say, oh, the pastor going through. The pastor ain't going through nothing. The pastor destroyed a temper tantrum. That's all he or she do. A lot of times the pastor just need to be obedient. That's all that is. Amen. My God. Let's, move on so we, so we, so we, let's go on so we can close tonight. The next thing we need to understand is that fighting the battle of words. The question that we should, that's at hand now is that how do we seek to speak with wisdom? The key is knowing that the battle for words is always fought on the battleground of the heart. In other words, we need to look at our hearts. Everything starts with the heart, people of God. Jesus teaches us this in Matthew 12, 34, when he tells us that we say it simply as an overflow of the heart. So in other words, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. If we are struggling with an area of unwise speech, exaggeration, sarcasm, gossip, and teasing, complaining, then we need to take the time to evaluate our hearts. What we need to understand, people of God, is that one of the worst things as the people of God, especially in the church, is that we have exaggeration. We have people teasing folks, joking on folks, laughing at folks. We have, let me tell you, in the church, a church picking at folk. Come on, somebody. And in the church, a lot of us, a lot of us, we, a lot of us in the church, we act worse than this school kids on the school ground, bullying people, bullying folks. I see that so much. Church folk bullying folks. Amen. And then, and then when something said to them, oh, if anybody make it, surely I will. Oh, and my personal <laughs> thing, we all have seen it come short of the glory of God. Really. That's what we do on that. Pick it on folks. As if we already made. We claim many of us in the church we claim that we following Christ's sheep, but we picking on folks. We ain't got no business picking on nobody. Amen. Jesus didn't do it. Jesus didn't pick on nobody. No, but yeah, no. people, we downgrade folk, we pick on folk, we talk about folk. That's what we do. Amen. And we, and we wonder, and we wonder the reason why people go to some of the bigger churches 
Watch this. And they go to the bigger churches and go hide out in the bigger churches. Amen. Amen. That's what they do. Amen. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They don't go just to the bigger churches just to go because they love the preaching. They don't go there just because they want to go. They go there a lot of times to hide out. And, you know, we're going to talk about that, you know, on, on a, uh, another time. But a lot of them, they go just to hide out. Amen. Amen. Get them inside. Let me tell you something else, too. Get them inside our, little, get them inside our smaller, mid-sized church. Watch this. And I know somebody's going to be mad with me, but you know what? Pray for me. But the, but the Lord will deal with you, though. A lot of times in our small and our mid-sized church, we get them in the church, and the first thing we want to do is we want to put everybody to work. Give them three or four jobs and work over there. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. Amen. And look, don't want to give them appreciation service. Amen. And look, and stand, and, and I love this part. Stand up, stand up uh, across the pulpit, and look across and say, you know what? The Lord gonna bless your sister, brother, so and so. Let me tell you something. I don't know about you, but I ain't expected just to get my reward when I get to heaven. I need something down here. Okay? Amen. It ain't got to be a lot, but you better give me something. Amen. Just because the church, is the, only, the church is the only place that I know that basically will tell you, God, that the Lord will bless you in heaven. Your reward is in heaven only and don't give you nothing down here. If we just keep the vernacular, but... She's not coming vernacular, but when we get, but down here on earth, when you work a secular job, let our boss ever tell us we're working 40 hours a week, the Lord going to bless you. And let's see how that works out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Lord going to bless you now. And look, and look, and look, let me tell you how we do it, too. Let me tell you how we do it. Then we make it sound, look, then we try to make it sound more attractive. He's going to bless you. Not, not the Lord just going to bless you. He's going to bless you real good. Yeah. He's going to bless you real good. Uh-huh. Hey. Really? Hey, man. Yes. The Lord going to bless you real good now. <laughs> so what we have to do is we have to learn how to treat people better. Amen. 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 Let's also talk about when people... But people, um, let's also talk about the church funds. I want to talk about that a little bit, and then look, I'm, then, then I'm still on topic. I'm still on topic. I know. I know. Somebody's like, okay, why is he talking about this? Because we've been putting my spirit to talk about Because I might not ever get you back on here again. So I don't know why I got you. So look, so here we go. Let's talk about the church funds. You can't take the church funds that's been given to the church to pay the church bills. And live off of it. Uh oh. Talk about it. Oh. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's right. If you don't have enough income coming in, then you probably need to go get your job. Hey. <laughs> Ooh. You probably need to go get a job. Is that wrong with being a Bible vocational pastor? Hey, let's talk about Paul. Paul was a tent maker, and Paul was a pastor. Amen. Right. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. 
this little thing that some of us got going on where we where, where we like to tell people, you know, you know, I want you to build a church and then I want you to put me over the church and all this other stuff. Let me tell you something. Listen, here's the thing, okay? People don't always have the kind of money that you think they have because they have a family and they got to live themselves. Amen. Okay? So Amen. if you don't put obligations on, if you go, if we, if we are, if we as pastors go to put obligations on people, especially us men, if we're going to put obligations on people, we need to be able to meet the people at least halfway. Amen. Amen. So that, so that means if the person get the building, then we need to at least tell the person, okay, well, if you, well, you know what, if you get the building, we'll pay the light bill, we'll pay the water bill, we'll pay the taxes, we'll do something. Amen. 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 I'm just saying. Let me keep moving. That's and then right. on top of oh, 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 oh. And before I go, before I get off this one, we need to stop this this whole thing of this talk about you give that these people give all this money and they give this and give that, that and the third. And then we turn around and say, say we're gonna speak a blessing, a word of blessing on you. That's wow. your reward. <laughs> and these people can't pay their bills. Amen. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, just hit another. Let me go. So we need to understand. Ooh. For those that don't like you, go ahead and hang up now. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to ask ourselves, does, your, does our exaggeration point to pride? Does it does teasing point to jealousy? Does complaining point to ingratitude? Does our gossip point to self-centeredness? Few things point to the condition of our heart. And in our closing, when it comes to words, we need to both be terrified and grateful. The power of a word to ruin someone's life should put great fear in our heart. This fact, oh, no, we're we, we going to talk about that. This fact should cause us to seek the wisdom of God and work hard to put a guard over our mouth. But the power of a word uh, to bless someone's life should make us overwhelmingly grateful to God for the gifts of words. What an amazing gift that we have, people of God, my, my sisters and brothers, that God has given us by allowing us to use our words to empower people to be all that God wants them to be. Okay, here we go. And I, and I have to say this. We give it a close, all right? So here we go. One of the problems that we have, especially in the church, sisters and, especially our sisters and brothers, pastors, preacher, teacher, bishop, pastor, whatever you want to call yourself, is when people want to leave the church, some of us have this thing where we like to speak curses on folks. Hey, Oh, whatever you do, oh, whatever you do, whatever you do ain't going to prosper because you ain't, because it ain't time and you didn't do it. The Lord didn't tell me. It, okay, back it up. What you mean the Lord didn't tell you? The Lord been, let me tell you something. The Lord been talking to you for the last 15 years and you don't want to let that person go. That's right. Oh, 15 years the Lord been talking to you. And all you've been doing is sitting here, sitting do nothing, sitting around, talking about the Lord ain't ready. Why? Why? Because of the simple fact you don't want to lose one member because that member is faithful, because that member is doing what best says the Lord. Let me tell you something. This is what I've learned. When you let, listen, when you let one person go, when you let that one faithful person go and do what best says the Lord, listen, let me tell you about the, the surprising, surprising rewards that are coming you, a lot of times, that person would come back and not only thank you, but that person would a lot of times refer other people back to your church. 
A lot of people when yeah. listen, a lot of people when they leave, they're they many times come back like the uh, like like the ten lepers and say thank you. Amen. Somebody will come back and say thank you. Listen, they will send people to your to your ministry. They will send people that will build up your ministry. Amen. Sometimes they will work even harder for the ministry in which they have been called to. Harder for your ministry than they work for the ministry that they've been called to. Jesus. And look, and when it comes to money, money ain't going to be no object. Let me tell you something. I would rather have somebody that, 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 that God has told me to release and be blessed greatly by the Lord than for God to allow a curse to come upon me, upon me and my ministry, and the ministry that he's given me because I kept them there. Amen. Oh, because what is my God is that you is that many of us are operating in what's called disobedience. When God says release, let truth and let people go, let them go. Don't hold them. Amen. Let me tell you, when look, this gonna sound crazy, but I'm a, but I'm gonna go ahead and release this. Many times when people walk up to you and they say the Lord has told me to go, you know what? You should have enough God in you. If they want to go, let them go. Let them go. And Amen. You don't hold them. Let them go. Let me tell you why. Because you can hold the person there if you want to, and watch how much hell they raise and co- and cause in your church. Watch how much hell that takes place. Watch how many. Watch how many nights you gotta cry. Watch how many how many conversations you have to have with different people. Watch how many people will begin to leave the ministry. All because you want to hold that one person because, oh, they're faithful. Oh, they hold the keys to the church. They open up the church for me. Oh, they make the church cool. Oh, they make the church warm. Oh, they do this. Oh, they pay this amount of money. I don't care. If you say that you look, you couldn't be something the Lord said that, that the Lord told you to go. Goodbye. Okay, so we'll have a service for you. Amen. 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 I'm going to have a service for you. Ordain. Look, if you ain't ordained, I'm going to have a service for you. Give your Bible, ordain you, let you preach your last sermon, and look, and let you go. Amen. And let you know when it's all over, the doors swing on welcome hinges. Jesus. If you need me, I am there. I'm right here. Mm. Some of us, we call ourselves fathers and, and uh, fathers and mothers in the faith, and we're not. We're their enemy. Mm. Oh, my goodness. How are you going to be a spiritual father, a spiritual what mother? You just, rebellious, you just rebellious as you can be. Mm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Come on, come on. Just saying. Go to work. Just saying. So that's what we have to realize, beloved. We have to realize that God, that God wants us to function with the heart of his. He wants to have his heart. And like I said, we got to stop trying to curse folks. <laughs> and God knows. Let me, and look, and the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to turn it back into the hands of uh, uh, the moderator. Listen, or the host. Listen. We got to stop telling people that it's okay for them to leave whenever they do, when we finally do give in, and then go getting other folks together to pray that the person come back. We got to stop that mess. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. No, 
Don't pray they come back. Pray that they prosper. Pray they prosper wherever they're going. Because I'm telling you, let me put it like this, because there's no other way for me to put this. I know many on this line that don't believe. I know many on this line don't believe in divorce, and I know you know so forth and so forth. And that's and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But when we look, but then, but just go back and read the scriptures again. Okay. I for one, I'm not a person. I, I don't. I don't necessarily um, stand up and support divorce. I don't go around telling everybody, you know, just go out and go get a divorce willingness. I don't do that. I, I, I open up the Bible. I have the marriage council with them. I talk to them. If there's no reconciliation, there's no need for those two people to be together. I'm just going to be honest. It's, it's just not going to work, okay? Mm-hmm. So I say this to say this, that when, that when it comes time for that person to leave, let the person go. Because yeah, of the man. simple fact, in a marriage, in a marriage, when somebody don't want you, you cannot mm-hmm. make them want you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You can't make people want you that don't want you. Mm-hmm. And, that's what, and, and honestly, it shows insecurity. Yes, it shows it you're is. at a point where you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't want to know who you are. You're yeah. trying to hold on to people that don't want you. Mm-hmm. Listen, those people don't want you. They're not going to try to yes. be with you. Listen, stop yes. hurting yourself. Yes. You basically, listen, yes. you basically committing emotional suicide because you're trying yes. to make some joker want you that don't want you. Yes. That's yes. not going to work. And, and look, and listen, let me tell you, you mm-hmm. cannot, we cannot live a life of victorious living in Christ Jesus trying to hold on yes. to somebody that don't want you. That's right. Amen. Come on, number. Come on, son. We cannot do that. Yes. We, got, you, we cannot find out and know who we are trying to hold on to people mm-hmm. that don't want yes. you. Yeah. Listen, this is what I always say, and I've always said in marriage council, and I will always say, if it's me, if God put you together, then God, listen, and the person leaves, God will reconcile you back together. Yes. Amen. Listen, here we go. Somebody, somebody already said I'm crazy. I can feel it in my spirit. Scripture says this. Check this out. One, God don't put everybody together. That's one. We put yes. ourselves a lot of time with folks with our crazy yes. men. Yes. The word of God, and I'm about to back this over scripture. Say what you want to, I don't care. I got the, look, I got the anointing of God, I got the wisdom of God, and I got the degrees to back it up, baby. So I ain't even worried about it. It ain't nothing I'm honoring. So I ain't worried about it. Here we go. Scripture says that whosoever that God put together, let no man put asunder. Now that comes to even child can understand that. Yes. God did not put mm. everybody together. I don't care how many, I don't care how many kids that you had with him. If God didn't put your bald head stuff with him, guess what? God, listen, listen, listen if God didn't put your bald head with him, let me tell you something. God ain't had nothing to do with it. Amen. So your big mouth, so your big mouth self can get in prayer all you want to and pray yes. and all the scream and get all the prayer people that you want together and all the men. It ain't no but if God didn't put you, let me tell you something, but if God didn't put you together. Yes. Okay. Yes. And check, yes. And check this out. This going to blow your mind. God will allow you to put yourself with people. God will allow you to yes. have children with them and everything. Yes. Yes. He allowed you to do it. Because you got to yes, remember, yes. God also said, be fruitful and multiply. Yes. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Let me put, 
let me put it this way, because somebody else did and get it. Somebody mad with me. That's all right. You'll be all right. Look, don't sleep on it, baby. You'll be all right. Here we go. There we go. God didn't put everybody together, but God would allow people that he didn't put together to have children, right? Yes. Check this out. Yes. Look, 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 I'm giving it back myself over this because see, somebody, somebody already said I'm crazy. Here we go. You explain to me why is it that one person can get with five or six other people and have all these children together with these yes. people? Yes. Does that mean that they're married to all them folks? No. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Does it mean that they married to all them folks? No, they ain't married to all them people. Because listen, God's not gonna have them God's not gonna have them married to all those people. Yes, a covenant was established. Peter came from the covenant that was established. Some of these children came out of folk being drunk, came out of uh, excuse me, inebriated. Very inebriated. That's a proper terminology. I, because I got to act like I got some sense, okay? Yes, amen. Some people been high as a kite. Some people been high as a kite and have had children and, and, and have gotten pregnant and got, and got um, pregnant out of where lot. All that. But, that's not, but that does not mean. Listen, some people just had me just one night stand and got pregnant through the one night stand. Yes. And so forth and so forth. But God didn't put them together. But listen, yes. they yes. were together for that. They were together for that moment. That they got pregnant. A child came out of it. But that doesn't mean that they belong together just because they got pregnant. Yes. Yes. Amen. Let me tell you some, some of the most cockamamie bulls that I've ever heard. And, and, so, and see, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I understand what I mean when I say that word. She, she, she help, that word. Help, help yourself, son. Go ahead. <laughs> Some of the most cockamamie bull and crazy mess that I've ever heard is when people say, well, I'm supposed to, well, they my wife, they my spouse because I had kids, bow. That's a lot of what That ain't, not in the word. Amen. It's not in the word. I ain't never heard no mess like that. I ain't never read it nowhere. And that's all I'm saying. And they spend their years holding on to these people. Well, you know, yes. I can't move on. Because, you know, I had kids, but say what? They went out and got with how many different people that had kids? Check this out. They had kids, then had stepkids, then had stepkids to the stepkids to the stepkids, and everything else. And you still stand around waiting, talking about, well, you know, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you know, hey, hey, if they can just die now, if they can just die, I can go on with my life. Hey. Congregation and had kids. Oh, I, 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 
But since my eyes yes. have been opened up to a whole lot of stuff that was going on, I got to get. The old clock on the wall mm-hmm. said, chick, 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 it's getting late and I got to get. That's what I got to do. <laughs> That's what I got to do. But I'm just grateful for Apostle Erica. Amen. How she just opened up, you know, the door for me to come in. Amen. To be a part of such a great ministry. And and, and, and Lord Hammers, I really love her. Not because of what she's done, because of who she is. from the bottom of my heart, and nothing you can do about it. Amen. I just thank everybody for being so faithful and diligently, amen, throughout, amen, these three powerful nights, amen. And this indeed was an assignment, um, and, and people don't understand, when, like you said, when he, uh, what Apostle was talking about, amen, uh, a revival. A revival means to be revived, and this is what we yeah. need to do. In the, it wasn't just for men, for women as well. Amen. For us to be revived and for us to identify, to be able to identify, you know, things that that will transpire. What uh, what our responsibility is, what the accountability is, and also, you know, knowing what we what we are presenting ourselves and what is represented. And while I thank God uh, on tonight for the power of God that fall in this place, the past three nights, Amen. Say the enemy was trying to fight. Boy, I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you, God has got the victory in this. He has got Amen. the victory. Amen. Let me tell you something. And God is doing some works. Amen. God is doing works. He's doing his exploits. Amen. In the kingdom. Amen. We want to be able to let go and let God continue to have His way in our lives. We are so forever grateful. Amen. Forever grateful in this in this season. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and pray. Amen. Amen. Over uh, with Apostle. We're gonna touch an agreement with Apostle and Lady. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Of their ministry. Um, and that God continue to push their ministry. Amen. Those who want to sow a seed. Amen. Souls matter. Cash app dollar sign. Souls matter. And let me tell you, souls do matter. Amen. That ministry, this ministry, amen, I'm going to tell you that the ministry that they have is so powerful and it's an affecting of the lives and reaching out to the lives of others, mm-hmm. amen. And I'm, I'm an honor, amen, it's an honor just to, just to, amen, just to be among, amen, uh, the men and women of God. I'm very highly humbled, amen, on mm-hmm. tonight, amen. So we are, amen, mm-hmm. just grateful tonight. 
for what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, God bless you on tonight. But, Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you, God, on what you are doing in this season. Amen. For the eyes and lives of other. Father, we call forth, amen, restoration to fall on this man of God on tonight. Fall on him on tonight. We call forth, amen, every virtue that came out of his body. We call forth restoration on him, oh God. Every spirit on even on the outer forces that were pulling on him while he was preaching, Father, we call him forth a restorer, oh God, in this season. Father, we thank you, amen, for him mouthpiece that God has called him to be, to release into the atmosphere, to release in the stratosphere. We thank you, amen, for what you are doing in this season for him, Father. We begin to cover him and touch in the power agreement as a family, as a unit, amen. You said together and a house that divides against itself. And Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight Strengthen, amen, my brother as a unit. Um, I, hallelujah. And anybody mess with my brother, anybody mess with my family, I guarantee you I'm going to fight. How I'm going to fight, whether it's in the natural or supernatural. So, Father, as we stand in proxy for my family, for my sister, amen, that I love so dearly, for them, hallelujah, that my family on room, amen, my adjutant on to, on tonight, amen, Pastor Goffin and his family on tonight, Prophetess Lane, which is my mother on tonight, Holla Elder Skinner, amen, Holla has been my adjutant for eight, almost eight to ten years, amen, since we've been in ministry when we started back in 2008. We thank you, God, hallelujah, that God has equipped us in the season of the this in the midst of your presence, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Father, anoint over him that he be in the rest he be on tonight. Open up doors that need to be opened. Close the doors that need to be closed. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Also, he said, worship him in spirit and truth, my God. Mind your Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just give him a little bit of worship just for a few more minutes because we're getting ready to go out and we're going to go out with a bang on tonight. Mind
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. 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 Thank you, God